2: Well, hello, everybody. Good Friday to all of you. Welcome home to the Wendy Bell Radio Program. Delighted, as always, to be giving you our view from 30,000 feet of common sense conservative values. It is what we do. We enjoy what we do because it's really important in this time of ridiculous lies. I am so tired of being lied to. Why is it that nobody seems able to tell the truth anymore? And quite literally, every single of you, every single one of you, moms and dads, Those of you who are raising children in your life, no matter your relationship to them, how on earth are we expecting our children to grow up to be honorable, honest young men and women when their role models suck? And I'm talking about everything going on outside of your family's home base. This is time more than ever to get super close to your inner circle to hold on to your kids and make sure they're following your lead and that you're ever-present in what's going on in their lives. This is important stuff, and I'm going to tell you why I'm frustrated. In just a moment, obviously the most important part of the day, our Pledge of Allegiance. Thank you for joining me. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Amen. So it obviously hit our attention yesterday as on Twitter. Ryan Fournier, Fournier, who is, I guess he's affiliated with Students for Trump. He's got a nice social media presence. He tweeted out something about Mark Meadows, former Donald Trump chief of staff, when he was president. Allegedly, and this was reportedly confirmed or backed up, corroborated by multiple sources, uh, for wearing a wire for the FBI during his private talks with the president. And it, tr- it truly took us, we were stunned. And I'm reading, and I'm trying to read all of the sources, what is going on. So it comes out kind of like a breaking news thing. Mark Meadows, allegedly an FBI informant, wore a wire to spy on Trump. And it, it made us sick. And so here, this is the story. Allegation comes from Students for Trump founder Roy and Brian Fournier, who said on Twitter he has confirmed his information with multiple members of Congress and other confidential informants. And he tweeted out allegedly, Mark Meadows worked for the FBI as an informant, wore a wire to record all conversations with President Trump while he was the chief of staff to him. All right. Goes on and on and on. So a couple outlets picked it up and we're very careful about how to how to cover this. Look, this is what someone is saying. Now, face value, knowing what you've watched in the last several weeks in the house where you have had a front row seat to government proceedings, the inner machinations of the decision-making in this country. We've been watching. Would you be at all surprised? And doesn't that make me sick to say that? that I believe there is no allegiance in that bubble of Washington, D.C. I think it's all wheeling and dealing and who's got more dirt on the next guy. I think one of the rites of passage in Congress once you're elected is you get caught doing something that you're set up to do, that you're kind of forced to do, and you have sort of a Jeffrey Epstein-like black book, black mark on you that is then used against you and used to make you Vote in certain ways. Now, you could say to yourself, wow, that is one hell of a storyline. But can you see it 100%? 100%! So moments ago, Ryan comes out again, tweets out again. Look, it looks like this has not been verified. In fact, it says, yesterday I put up a tweet alleging that Mark Meadows wore a wire in the White House during the last stretch I've spoken with several of uh, these sources again. Now it seems that information was wrong and incorrect. In fact, two of them retracted their statements on the matter. Now this is where our frustration it's beyond that. I wish I had a saltier, feistier word for that. This is where my anger in information delivering to you or absorbing myself, Why? this doesn't have to happen if people would stop acting like such crybaby jerks and if they would just tell the truth and get together and work on behalf of america and the american people and by golly make america freaking great again we wouldn't have to deal with these childish games we got to see childish 101 in our freaking house of representatives And I'm not even talking about the Democrats. I've already chucked them off into the river. Our people who are supposed to represent our values and these childish, petty antics regarding Mike Johnson. He's mega extreme, why? Because he believes in the sanctity of life. Because he believes in Lord God. Because he's driven by the Constitution and by honesty and integrity. Why? Because he's everything right that exposes what is so wholly wrong in that godforsaken zip code. And by golly, it makes me mad. So Mark Meadows, here he is, one of the many in the inner sanctum of President Trump in this petty, petulant game of hide-and-seek, of telephone, of total lies, corruption, at the expense of who cares? Your life, your finances, your kids, your freedom, your security, your peace of mind, your country. As we all kind of dangle in the balance, these people who believe they are that important, who are truly just that insecure. Fiddle around with you and me. Look, it happened in COVID. I was furious in COVID. The people who were supposed to be protectors of ours, who took oaths, Hippocratic and others, not just to uphold what is right, but to be decent human beings, sucked so miserably and purposefully to con us all, and now to avoid paying the price for what evil they've done. We have a major issue in this country, and it's far beyond the people who've walked across our border with malintent, who hate what we love, who have intentions the likes of which we couldn't consider in our nightmares. And here we are silly moms and dads, going to work, paying our taxes, cutting the grass, loving our children, doing the best we can. This is why Americans are done. Because all of these people who lie, and they lie every day, they've caused us to lose faith. In the fabric of this country that's sickening to say imagine where we could be imagine what we could do imagine how extraordinary a country you and I could proudly hand off to our children and our grandchildren and now look at where we are what we're up against what we pay for what's supposed to be excused out of our leaders hell yeah I'm angry because I want to believe in something I want to be able to trust someone other than Donald Trump friends Who's the only one that you can depend on who's the only one who hasn't lied to you who's the only one who's been telling you for the last seven years what's been going on who's the one they've come after who's the one they obsess over who is the one they will stop at nothing to destroy yes him but by extension you so that is what we are going to talk about today i have a laundry list of examples we're going to dabble in the two-tiered justice system that we have of suck in this country. Jamal Bowman, right? Fire alarm yanker. gets not even a slap on the wrist. As we have more than 300 January 6 defendants who were found guilty of quote unquote the same thing. obstructing an official proceeding. Many are in jail, some serving sentences as long as 18 years. And Jamal Bowman, with a wink and a nod, and a thousand bucks, gets to go on with his life. And I'm just getting started. All right, we're going to walk through it together, ladies and gentlemen. We might as well go out with a bang at the end of the week, right? So let's do it, you and me. All right, this is the Wendy Bell Radio Program, back right after this. So we question everything. We question everyone. We question everything. And you know what? It's probably been a a good idea for a long time. And I'm as guilty as the next guy. Didn't take the time. Didn't dig. Didn't do my due diligence. It's easy in this drive-by news uh, world that we live in where you get it from a million directions. I believe nothing anymore. So it's now been debunked. No, 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 in fact. And who knows if that's true? I don't even know. Mark Meadows was not wearing a wire as he served as the chief of staff for Donald Trump. But it was interesting in the articles I was reading about it. Donald Trump tweeted out yesterday, truthed out yesterday on Truth Social, said, you know what? Mark Meadows is a good guy. He's been a good friend. I trust him. But he said, who really knows? That's where we are. Who really knows about anything? Well, what we know about specifically is that new records are blowing a hole in Joe Biden's defense of the $200,000 bank transfer. I want you to hear how lame the liars are in the White House. Okay, so they can't tell the truth about anything because everything that's been going on that has sucked has cost us in one way or another and enriched somebody who's a part of the administration. There's no way you can tell the truth about these things, so the people who lie, probably the worst, are the ones who get the highest jobs in the in the administration. The Biden White House's defense of that $200,000 payment the president received from his brother James has been completely devastated now by records uncovered by the House Oversight Committee. In fact, yesterday, shortly after we got off the air, committee chairman Jamie Comer issued a letter to White House counsel Edward Siskel calling on Joe Biden to furnish the loan documents and applicable IRS filings for said loan. He emphasized That regardless of whether the check was a loan repayment or not, the president still benefited from his family, quote, cashing in on the Biden name. Now, according to a press release from the House Oversight Committee in which Comer wrote, if Joe Biden did personally loan James Biden an amount that was later repaid by that $200,000 check, please provide the loan documents, including loan payment, loan agreement and any other supporting loan documentation. All right. So White House spokesman Ian Sam comes out. We're gonna bring him out of the shadows. Haven't seen a lot of this cat in a while. And he posted on truth. See, this is or on X. This is not how we're supposed to do our jobs. But this is now, instead of talking and communicating and answering questions and being honest, we have to we have to project what we want everybody to think by using social media to manipulate the masses into believing us over somebody else. It's so disgusting. So this is what he writes on Twitter, okay? Jamie Comer's pretty desperate to try to distract from Republican speaker mess. Wait a minute. (laughs) Wait, wait, whoa. First of all, it wasn't a mess. Second of all, stop trying to to deflect because we're on to you, right? And third of all, your strategies are abysmal. My sons in the fifth grade had better strategies for trying to lie to me than you are, sir. You're trying to deflect. Okay, okay. It's a loan repayment, he writes, from when P- President Biden loaned his brother money when he was out of office in 2018. No less. It's right there on the check. Right. Mr. Or he says Matt Gates was right. More failure theater. That's not that's not proof of what the arrangement was, Ian. And you know better. So they send out these tweets. They hope to to stir the pot for a little while, and then they regroup and try to figure out, oh, snap, how are we going to get around this? Because Jim Biden is such a clod, he writes on it like Jesse Smollett wrote a check to the two guys he wanted to kick his butt, right? Not too much. I'm a little sensitive there, right? Is it $3,500? Is that okay? Okay, let me get my check put out. Okay, there we go. And that paid for what? Did it pay for the noose and the bleach and the, right? The MAGA hats, wah. This is where we are. This is where we are. We have people in the Middle East bombing the everlasting liver out of them, out of each other. We've got hundreds of hostages, dozens of whom, at a minimum, are American citizens. We have God knows what is going on in Ukraine because I never get any updates. Do you? I just get told I'm spending more money for something i know very little about, no progress, no end game, no battle plan, no projections, no nothing. Sure as hell never any receipts. Then they want to get into something in the Pacific and they want us to spend 10 billion dollars on that. Wait, what? How about Joe Biden stops accepting bribe money and pays his damn fair share. Right? The man who sits there and whispers in that creepy voice to us, "Pay is the slimiest, dirtiest sc- scumbag of them all next to Barack Obama, who's the guy behind all of this, right? I- is this a clown show? Are we just, are we living in this alternate universe and someday we're gonna like all wake out of a, uh, uh, out of a trance and be like, oh my gosh, woo! I thought it was just a li- that's a little too crazy out there. Uh, no. This is for real, this is what we are dealing with. Show us the proof. These things are all very basic. If a vaccine doesn't cause injury, show us the report, right? If the machines weren't connected to the internet, let us look at the machines, right? If there's a problem, And we have a mass invasion going on at the southern border rather than blaming Republicans, build the wall, right? If San Francisco is becoming an unlivable city because progressive politicians have ruined it and have allowed 'er ne'er-do-well criminals to get away scot-free when they commit hideous and perpetual crimes, then crack down on the offenders, right? But this is by design, because this is what they want. And this is what justice is going to sound like to you. We're going to play in the next segment, a little flashback of Merrick Garland. This is not a two-tier system of justice on 60 Minutes, right? No, no, no. You've got to hear, you've got to see the video of Jamal Bowman pulling the fire alarm. Then you've got to hear his ambivalence And hear the double standard. Compare what January Sixers have gone through for almost three years. We've got it all for you coming up next on the Wendy Bell Radio Program. You know, when justice sounds this way, I cannot say America the beautiful. I can only say America the joke. It's a joke. I mean, do you feel if you were, for instance... If for some reason you were arrested, you were ensnarled in some kind of litigation and you are a making America great again individual, right? And you have social media posts that have you at various rallies, right? And there's flag imagery, which is all over mine. Or how about you on a range shooting guns, Right, I have that on my page, me shooting AR-15s, handguns, et cetera, et cetera. Would you trust that you would receive fair treatment in terms of the scales of justice, the balance of justice? Or do you believe that political activism and the trenches, the silos that we have found ourselves deeply entrenched in would prevent you from receiving fair treatment. I guarantee you, guarantee you, I would be very, very suspicious of my ability to be treated fairly. One, of course, I'm a public figure. Two, I'm obviously out of the proverbial closet, right? There's no question about where I stand. That is a sickening, sickening thing to consider in this country. It is sickening to me to consider that for a while my husband and our sons and I knew that the huge, like huge metal sign that lights up at night and says we back the blue, that we had to move closer to our house because of our camera system view, we knew having that sign put us in the crosshairs of crazy. How could supporting the people whose job is to protect us make you a target of lunacy. Well, if you live in a blue community, you know what I'm saying. How is it that my flag that flies on the side of my house, the front of my house, I should say, how is that my flag in my neighborhood tells everybody that I'm a Republican? Because there are so few American flags in my neighborhood and the people who are flying them, I know for a fact are conservative too. Our flag, the symbol of everything, right? So when I listen to Merrick Garland on 60 Minutes, lie, again, the theme of today's program, lies, 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 yeah. When I heard this, I wanted to choke him. Listen.
0: We do not have one rule for Republicans and
2: another rule for Democrats. We don't have one rule for foes and another for friends. We don't have one rule for the powerful and another for the powerless, for the rich or for the poor based on ethnicity. We have only one rule. And that one rule is that we follow the facts and the law and we reach the decisions required by the Constitution, and we protect civil liberties. Wow, we got a few good words in there. Constitution, civil liberties, that feels good, right? It's like that group Jews for Peace or whatever, which is really a pro-Palestinian group that's funded by George Soros or Jewish Voices for Peace. Here's Mary Garland. We do not have two tiers. Well, that is factually and demonstrably incorrect. And that is me trying to be relatively calm about it because what I want to do is take Merrick Garland and throw him down the stairs. It's it's insulting. It's un-American. It's unconstitutional. So Jamal Bowman, the, the slob that he is, who fancies himself some erudite member of Congress, who's nothing but a clown, A clown fire alarm yanker, right? Remember what he said, and this is right as they're voting on on a spending measure several weeks ago. House is voting on a spending measure to keep the government open because they always get to this impasse because government sucks. It's created to be ineffective, to kick the can down the road, and for the people who are elected to serve us to never actually do the serving. But, of course, you pay for it. So there's a heated moment in this and there's video and I think we've got it. I'll tell you what's going on if you're listening to us and not watching. You know, Jamal Bowman says he was frantic. He was trying to get to the to the vote. He was running late. Holy cow. I'm looking at my watch like, "Well, I've got to get there." He eludes. And so he totally mistook that, you know, red and white fire alarm clearly marked device which everybody knows is a fire alarm first he takes off something on the wall throws it on the ground yanks the fire alarm and just calmly walks out there's Jamal Bowman right there he is i don't see this this frantic rush i don't see someone who looks confused I don't see anybody who is disoriented. I see somebody who's completely focused. I got to do something, right? I got to stop this. And then, of course, the requisite lie. He immediately denied seeking to delay that vote, saying, quote, as I was rushing to make a vote, I came to a door that is usually open for votes. But today was not open. It's an emergency exit. It's blocked by things in the, in, right in front that says, don't go here. Beyond that, if you walk by it, there's stuff on the window panes themselves, which he takes off and removes. It's not a door that's normally open, you lying hack. And then he said, I'm embarrassed to admit that I activated the fire alarm, mistakenly thinking it would open the door. Just tell the truth. Tell that God's honest truth. God, I hope he doesn't have children. I regret this and sincerely apologize for any confusion this caused. So, so what happened, right? The office of the D.C. Attorney General, Wednesday, confirmed Bowman would plead guilty, has agreed to pay the maximum fine. A spokesperson said Congressman Bowman was treated like anyone else who violates the law in the District of Columbia, Based on the evidence presented by Capitol Police, we charge the only crime that we have jurisdiction to prosecute. Well, that's fantastic, because, you know, last time I checked, the people who created used Donald Trump and his speech at the Ellipse on January 6, 2021, as a front, as a lure, who then staged more than, what, three dozen undercover human sources, which is code for undercover cops and feds, right? Inside, milling around, making them look like they're MAGA people, right? They didn't do anything to stop what happened on January 6th. They were there to instigate what was going on on January 6th. And those people who got ensnarled in that, in that vortex of suck, which was premeditated and exacerbated by a fully on board and unanimous media, everybody's saying the same thing. I'm so, I'm so, that's terrible. It's an insurrection. It's a threat to democracy. They're trying to overturn the election results. It's almost like they all had the same notes, right? We have people in prison right now for delaying an official proceeding, for obstructing an official proceeding. Jamal Bowman got a fine, and who knows if he even actually had to pay it. So let's hear from the horse's mouth. I was going to say the horse's ass. I'm not going to do that. Let's hear what he has to say. Yes, yesterday he had to go and do all this stuff. And, you know, I'm just glad we're going to put it all behind us. Uh, It was just a bad look. It was a misunderstanding, he said. Well, he's asked, why didn't didn't you tell anybody? You pulled the alarm. The alarm went off. Why didn't you tell anybody? (laughs) Right? You hit it. Why? Oh, my mistake. Listen. A lot of folks want to know why you didn't tell anybody when you pulled it.
0: Yeah, I mean, you remember that day, right? It was like, it was a lot going on. It was Ah. the vote to keep the government open. There was Mm -hmm. a motion to adjourn. So I was just in a rush, you know, trying to get down the street. I was actually running to the Capitol at one point. Um, So I was just in a hurry and didn't get a chance to do it. And, you know, yeah, so that was all my bad.
2: That doesn't mean anything to us. Why didn't you tell me? I was, you know, I was in a rush. I was, it was super busy. Yeah, that doesn't tell us why you didn't then say to somebody, oh my gosh, guys, I'm so sorry. This one's on me. I thought that was that button that never existed that automatically, magically opened the door that never is, right? This one's, I'm sorry, right? He lied. He lied and right there, he lied again. You dirtbag, Jamal Bowman, dirt, period, bag, period. And it gets worse. You know, some people, uh, Mr. Congressman, especially Republicans, they're saying that you were trying to, to stall, to delay the vote, that this was all a plan. What do you say to that? Go. Then you're standing by your word that you did not have any intention to slow no. things. I mean no, Democrats no. were trying to stall this vote on the Hell House floor. No. Yeah. Hell no. Hell
0: no. I mean when I ran to the when I ran into the uh, Capitol, I went to go vote oh. and someone told me go downstairs as a meeting. So I didn't even know that meeting was taking place for the motion to uh, motion to um, I forgot what the vote was, but yeah. So no, wait, what? Not. Hell
2: no. Wait a minute. He didn't even know what was being voted on, but he was in a rush to get there? What do you do? Congressman, you don't, at least you know that Guam isn't going to capsize, like your colleague, what's his face, Hank Johnson, freaking poster child of mental mediocrity. I, I was told there was vote, and I was just trying to get there. Well, you know, I'm pretty sure a vote to continue, the, the, the workings of the government might be on the top of your list what an absolute clown this dude was a school principal we have got to get better people and it gets worse so what's this deal you, you made a deal with the attorney general like wow, that's a kind of a nice deal well, what was that all about number three
0: you know pay the fine three months from now it'll be dismissed and i'll be able to just continue to serve my district
2: you mean it'll be dismissed like it'll be expunged from your record
0: i believe so yes That's the deal? Yes, yeah.
2: With Capitol Police?
0: Uh, ACD, the the, the DCAG. Oh, it'll be
2: expunged from your record, Jamal, but there are people who are in freaking prison who weren't given a fair trial who are going to have a freaking scarlet letter on themselves forever. You know when they try to fly through airport security? They go through TSA? They will forever be flagged as potential terrorists. And you can just write a check and walk away, but there's not a two-tier system of justice. And finally, you know, Mr. Congressman of Suck, that's my, my editorializing, I beg your pardon. You know, there's some Republicans likening you to the an insurrectionist, right? January 6th, because a lot of those people got screwed for this very clause that you managed to skate free from. What do you say about that? Go. And what about Republicans who are calling this out and saying, I mean, look, I mean, yeah. you have people who came into the Capitol building on January 6th. Yeah, that's and- crazy.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Wow. Immediately likening me to an insurrectionist mm. and what happened on January 6th, I mean, this is what they do. They 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 weaponize any opportunity they can. This is what they did in this situation. Not my fault.
2: It's all about them. They weaponize likening me to an insurrectionist like that. That's crazy. Like the grandma with cancer who walked through the freaking Capitol. God bless America. Yeah, we need to be blessed more than ever today. These are the idiots. It's a confederacy of dunces who serve us. All right, don't go anywhere. When we come back, <laughs> we, got some, we got some sound for you. Josh Hawley lights up this lady in a Senate hearing, and it's, it's worthwhile. And I've got it for you coming up next. So Jamal Bowman, who obstructed an official proceeding, pulled a fire alarm obstructing an official proceeding. More than 300 January 6th defendants have been slapped with that very claim, that very charge. They've been charged by the feds, given multi-year sentences for that obstruction of an official government proceeding. It's also one of the charges that Jack Smith has now brought against Donald Trump as well. So we know Jamal Bowman pulled a fire alarm to deliberately stop a congressional vote. And this is what the particular... Version of that law says whoever corruptly obstructs, influences, or impedes any official proceeding or attempts to do so shall be fined under this title or imprisoned not more than 20 years or both. Well, they're going after Donald Trump for what? Because they say he incited a group of people to go and get ensnarled in a setup? It's gross, isn't it? How about this? Trump now faces the same charge as hundreds of January six rioters obstructing an official proceeding. This is just from this this summer. Former President Donald Trump's criminal indictment for trying to overturn his 2020 election loss. Is that even what he was trying to do? Or was Donald Trump trying to illustrate that our system is broken, that it cannot be trusted? In fact, I read today, and I think it's glorious, I read today that in one of these four indictments, one of these four cases that he's ostensibly going to go to trial to to defend himself in in the next year or so, he plans to present evidence, right, to the world about what he and his team have discovered about election interference, about the machines, about the the routers, about the internet connection. What? All of a sudden now? Why are you telling me that some Dominion system machines were connected to the internet? No. It's almost like everybody already knew that. And they came after people like Newsmax, like Fox, like all of them, to try to get us to be afraid to even utter the idea So dirty, so disappointingly dirty. There are moments that give me hope. And there are a handful of congressmen and women who give me hope. One of them is the Senator from Missouri, Josh Hawley. He is very much like Mike Johnson. He is level-headed. He is purposeful. He is organized, and he is very rarely flappable. But you can also tell he's a father. So before him, this is a Senate Judiciary uh, hearing, uh, Wednesday, I believe, with the head of the refugee resettlement offices here with the Department of Homeland Security. And this woman, her name is Robin Dunn Marcos. Not only are these people doing a terrible job, these people are ill prepared. They don't know how to answer questions. They don't have very basic knowledge. And they lie and say that they really care about all of these unaccompanied minors who've come across our border under Joe Biden, who we have no track of, who have literally vanished in the ethos, who the New York Times has blown the lid on, by the way, saying, We're the 85,000 that we've lost. Where are they? How about that number now being 430,000? So here is a little teaser beezer. I want you to hear Josh Hawley, incredulous that this woman who is in charge of the program to make sure these children are processed and go somewhere to be safe, to be children, to go to school, has absolutely no earthly idea what to do and knows very well how to lie about it. Go.
1: The safety and well-being of children is our top concern, and by Plainly strategy, not. Plainly, it is not your top concern because you have managed to lose 85,000 of them, and the Times knows where they are, or two-thirds of them, and they're with labor traffickers. It's unbelievable. Let me just ask you this. How many kids right now, of the 430,000 approximately, unaccompanied children have crossed the border under this administration? It's an astounding number. How many... Are you in regular contact with right now? Senator, we have a number of different providers across the country who But, but what's the number? What's the number? How many of you are you in, You said child welfare is your top concern. What's the number? I don't have the specific number. How can you number. not know? Because Why would you come to this hearing and not know? Um, respectfully, if you would like us to provide comprehensive case management to children, after they're released from our care, so we can report- Respectfully, that. I would like you to do your job and not release children to human traffickers. Respectfully, that's what I would like. I'd like you not facilitate the largest child trafficking ring in American history.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, it is on the congressional record. What have we said? It is the singular largest money-making scheme in our country. And it is selling into sexual and labor servitude children. Like what? And and we want to play reindeer games about Mark Meadows wearing a wire? Let's dig into this hearing. Wait until you hear what Josh Hawley exposes. These kids, I wonder if they worry about the root causes. Next on the Wendy Bell Radio Program.